Hello everybody, this is a Cleared Out Podcast, and today we'll be going over the first episode of one of my favorite TV shows, BoJack Horseman. The story follows BoJack as a washed-up 90s TV star, and we can see his experiences through his up-and-down choices in Hollywood, as he painfully learns about both himself and those around him. Let's get right into it. In the first episode, titled BoJack Horseman, The BoJack Horseman Story, Chapter 1, we're suddenly introduced to the set of TV show Horseman Around, with our main character BoJack Horseman as a star. The show depicts Bojack Horseman as a character that decides to adopt three human children and how they learn to become a family, despite their differences. The show gained a lot of negative attention from critics, but overall gained a lot of popularity nationally, becoming one of the most well-known shows. Bojack is initially seen to be giddy and makes puns left and right, but this scene is abruptly cut off by Charlie Rose, a talk show host that makes the whole episode take a 180. Along with Rose, we see Bojack, obviously very nervous by the tense mood set up by Rose, and even states that he parked in a handicapped spot and drove drunk here. He blatantly swears, uses a lot of obscene language, and can't really think of anything to say when Rose asks him what he's been up to these past 18 years. From this short instance, we can tell how much Bojack is not like his TV character at all, but yet he only seems to be defined by that character as he's been unable to find other projects. Now we're at his house. A spilled cereal box, stacks of dishes, random magazines, We're introduced to one of Bojack's closest peers, Todd Chavez, and we can just tell from the get-go that he's messy. They share a conversation about why Todd is staying at Bojack's house for such a long time, while Bojack blends carrots, pills, and vodka all into one smoothie machine. A very odd yet very explanatory food that tells a lot about Bojack. Shortly after, we're at the Silver Spoon Diner, where Bojack meets with Pinky Penguin, and Penguin is concerned about how Bojack's memoir is coming along showing Bojack's procrastinative nature as he keeps missing his deadlines. Because Bojack seems very incompetent in writing his own autobiography on time, Pinky Penguin suggests that he should just get a ghostwriter, which Bojack quickly declines the idea of. And we can just tell with this scene at the diner that Bojack Horseman is someone that very stubbornly follows his ideals, and concerned about making his story 100% true to his own liking. By hiring a ghostwriter, he's essentially losing a lot of what he thinks is true to his story, and maybe the ghostwriter will write it in a way that he doesn't believe is true. After being given a week to write the first part of the book, he's called by Pinky Penguin, but he declines the call, and brushes off the work to go back to watching Horsin' Around. Even after 18 years, he's still watching Horsin' Around, and even Todd grows confused, asking how many times Bojack has watched that episode over and over, to which Bojack ignores and just keeps telling Todd about his great performance back then. So here we are at the restaurant, where we can see the obvious parallel in personality that the two characters share. Princess Carolyn is obviously trying to talk about the breakup in a very serious manner, where Bojack is munching on bread and dismissing everything that she's saying. When the hammer's brought down, Bojack isn't shocked but instead confused to why Princess Carolyn suggests that they meet with other people, as if they haven't been already. We cut to a scene where Bojack sleeps with another woman, but shoves her off in order to yet again watch his performance on an episode of Horsin' Around. From this instance and the previous instance with Todd, we could tell that Bojack very prides himself in his performance in Horsin' Around, and by not participating in other projects or having any hobbies other than drinking, He doesn't really seem to have anything else to find himself. Maybe he thinks he'll fall short at a new role after his great blowout of horsing around. From making jokes, he suddenly talks about the reason as to why Princess Carolyn might be breaking up with him. He's a has-been, he's only been known for one TV role, he hasn't been writing his book. He's projecting his insecurities towards Princess Carolyn, maybe to stop her from ending it. 
she says that she needs to think about the future and breaking up with bojack a person that's constantly clinging to the past is her first step she also mentions that bojack doesn't want to have any kids because he's afraid of commitment face it you're afraid of commitment i'm not afraid of commitment i commit to things all the time it's the following through on that commitment that i take issue with this is previously and obviously shown by his failure to finish his first chapter of the book fear on taking other roles on tv and fear of having the responsibility of a child there's more reason as to why bojack doesn't really want to take care of a child but this will be explained more in other episodes Introducing Mr. Peanut Butter, the seemingly parallel opposite of Bojack Horseman. Because Mr. Peanut Butter is your average, excited Labrador retriever, he's always giddy but a bit oblivious, creating jokes and joining Bojack and Princess Carolyn during their awkward breakup. After Mr. Peanut Butter leaves, Princess Carolyn states, I don't know how you can expect anyone else to love you when you so clearly hate yourself. But Bojack again, he shuts down her point, and he rather focuses on the check. I'd like to say that what Bojack suffers from is a very, very severe case of selective hearing, where he just chooses what to listen to and what to talk about. In this case, he chooses to talk about the bread or the check rather than the breakup, showing Bojack's inability to accept the reality of things. The two decide to end their relationship romantically, but they keep the professional part so PC, as his agent, can keep managing Bojack through his book and potential projects that might come up in the future. When we arrive at the very shabby Penguin Publishing Office, Pinky Penguin explains how Bojack has gotten no work done even after spending $20 million on marketing. When stating that he has a very busy lifestyle to justify why he's been procrastinating, he's seen yet again watching Horson around at his house. Pinky Penguin cuts to the chase and hires a ghostwriter, Diane Nguyen. Bojack was very, very nervous to meet Diane for the first time, saying that he regrets ever taking up the book opportunity and writing it in the first place. He needs people to like him right now and not view him as a one-trick pony for his role on Horse and Around. It's through this book that he can preserve his legacy, and by handing this very, very heavy role to a ghostwriter, it's not in his best interest. He passes out from an anxiety attack, with a doctor advising him to take it easy for the rest of the day. Very ironic, considering all he has done is watch TV. Todd sits up in Quinceanera for a cartel member's daughter, and he arranges for Bojack to meet with Diane in a more natural sense, a party sense. The conversation is awkward, but naturally, Bojack shares a lot of what he's been up to instead of the book. Bojack is insecure about how little he's been able to achieve up to this point, but Diane assures him that they can work together through this book. But to Bojack's surprise, he learns that his mortal enemy, Mr. Peanut Butter, is dating Diane, and he starts to throw up from his roof constantly from shock. He really liked Diane at first, and talking with her made himself feel okay about where he is right now. But seeing that she's taken by Mr. Peanut Butter sort of takes away his initial thought of having someone like Diane by his side constantly without being conscious of his feelings and considering what Mr. Peanut Butter might feel about it. To sum up this episode, Bojack Horseman constantly clings to the past role of horsing around and he fears that taking on another role would ruin him with society viewing him as a one-trick pony. Instead of taking any measures or initiative to kind of counter these feelings, he goes to temporary pleasures like drinking, pills, woman, or just watching horsing around on his TV. When he's met with a lot of unfortunate circumstances like his breakup with PC, he does his best to try to push it away as far as possible and shut it down. When met with better circumstances such as the ghostwriter opportunity, he grows suspicious of how good this might be and he grows suspicious of the ability of others, so he stubbornly wants himself to do the work, even though he knows he won't. 
We can tell a lot about Bojack's character just from this one episode. He seems selfish, he's stubborn, and he can't get his priorities straight. But there's more to his character than just the first episode of the entire show. And this is like how his role on Horsin' Around might have affected his current mental and physical state. Or how his past situation might have influenced him to do drugs or to drink. But that's why this podcast is here. To explain, to give insight, and to learn. All from a teen. Thank you for listening to Clear It Out. I will see you all in the next episode. Bojack Hates the Troops.